Marley was weird to begin with. There is no doubt whatever about that. Welcome to Secrets for an Awesome Life. You ever see someone living a pretty awesome life and wonder, man, do they know secrets that I don't? Yes, yes they do. And this podcast is about those secrets. I'm your host, Joey Massio, certified life coach, educator, and counselor for teens and young adults. Welcome to my show. Hello and welcome to December. I am so excited about this month's episode. In honor of the Christmas season, these will be a four-part story called A Teenage Carol, based on the beloved holiday tale, A Christmas Carol. This will be a four-part story with today's episode being part one and the final part dropping just days before Christmas. Hopefully, this will be really fun for you and your family to listen to together, and the lessons taught will be really valuable for you in your own lives. I love the Christmas Carol, the traditional story, but I feel that these days, few of us can relate to Ebenezer Scrooge's issue of hating Christmas. I mean, like, who hates Christmas? We all love and enjoy Christmas. Hopefully, the teenage version of him in my story will be a bit more relatable to my listeners. And now, episode 58. A Teenage Carol, Part 1. Jacob Marley was a weird kid, but he was Eben's best friend. They had hung out together ever since kindergarten. But now, that had all changed. You see, Jacob Marley was gone. No, he didn't die. He just moved across the country that past summer. And now, as a brand new freshman in high school, Eben didn't have anyone to hang out with during lunch or after school, or on the weekends. It had been a rough first semester. Eben hadn't made any new friends. And with Christmas break just two days away, he didn't have much time to make new friends. And that was going to make for the most boring winter break of his life. And time off from school was supposed to be fun. Eben walked across his school campus that morning. His mom told him just before he got out of the car, go talk to some new people. There's no time like the present. Right, thought Eben. Talk to people. The thing with that is they have to want to talk to you. And nobody wanted to talk with him. You see, Eben and Jacob were, well, different from most kids. They were goofballs. They liked things that Eben was a little embarrassed to talk about in front of other people. They were into anime and cartoons and liked building complex Lego structures together. And they had hung out, just the two of them, every day at school. Everybody else knew they were weird. And Eben was fine with that because he had Jacob. But now, he didn't have Jacob. And that left Eben just a loner, weird kid that nobody wanted to talk to. Eben got breakfast and sat down at a table all by himself, as usual. Then, Fred clocked down next to him. Sit up, nerd! Eben detested Fred. He was cocky, annoying, pretended to be his friend, and was relentless. Fred tore off a piece of Eben's muffin and ate it. Any uh, new weird cartoons come out recently? You know, with the superpowers and the ah, and the dorky fighting or whatnot? 
No, Eben said, trying to ignore him. We're in between seasons. Aw, oh, man. Sucks to be you. Fred looked up. Hey, Charles! And Fred was off. Eben sat down in his first period class, and the bell rang. The teacher told them to get started working in their groups on their end-of-the-semester presentations, which were due tomorrow. Great, thought Eben. More group time. You see, Eben's group consisted of three other students, Bobby, Martha, and Tim. And they were all pretty tight with each other. Bobby started by saying, Okay, uh, do we want to change roles for today? Uh, anyone else want to be, uh, be the leader? Martha said, I think you should just keep doing it, Bobby. Evan rolled his eyes. Of course she does. Tim piped up. I, I still want to be the presenter, is that cool? Uh, sure, said Bobby. Uh, Martha, why don't you be the recorder again? And uh, Evan, Evan, what... What would you want to do? Evan just shrugged. I don't know, whatever. Bobby looked at the assignment outline. Uh, why, why don't you just keep being the timekeeper? Sure, okay. Evan scoffed on the inside. Timekeeper, yeah, that's the job you give to someone who you don't want to do anything. Bobby kept talking. Okay, so uh, we are not really any further than we were yesterday on picking our topic, and uh, we need to have this ready by tomorrow. We will all definitely have to work on this at home tonight. Hopefully that's okay with everyone. Uh, so let's finalize what event or idea we're going to pick that changed the world. Any ideas? Evan sat there bored as the three of them tossed around ideas. That night, Eben was playing on his VR headset in his room. It was the perfect loner activity and a great way to shut out the rest of the world and procrastinate working on the presentation that was due tomorrow. As he was about to break his high score on Beat Saber, the game glitched and suddenly went black. What the? Eben took his headset off to check it out. Then he heard the faint sound of chains clanking. He looked around his room, but it wasn't coming from outside. It was coming from inside the game. He put the headset back on, and the clinking of chains got louder. He looked around in the blackness. Did I unlock a secret level or something? Evan! Whoa! Something in the game was calling his name. Eben. He looked up, and floating in the blackness just a few feet above him was... Jacob? Jacob, what are you doing here? You, you don't even have a VR system. Jacob had an otherworldly look to him, and was wrapped in chains. Eben, I am here tonight to warn you. You have yet a chance and hope of escaping my fate. What? What What fate? What are you talking about? Do you see these chains I wear? I wear the chains I forged in my head. I made it link by link 
and yard by yard I girded it on of my own free will, and of my own free will I wear it. Evan stared blankly at his ghostly friend. I I have no idea what you're talking about. Jacob let out a frustrated sigh. Dude, I'm trying to go with a theme here. Whatever. Look, man, I don't have any friends at my new school. And in fact, I'm kind of a jerk now. You're heading in the same path, and I'm coming here to help you change before you end up like me, all right? Evan was slightly offended. I don't got to change anything. People are just stupid. Jacob started to fade away. Tonight, you will be visited by three ghosts. Expect the first when the bell tolls one. When the bell tolls one. The game glitched and went back to normal. Evan took off his headset and looked around. That was so weird. Did I get hacked? What what did Jacob mean visited by ghosts? He looked up at the clock. It was 12.59. All right, so what I love about the Christmas Carol is that we get to see the inner workings of a man's mind and how it affects his outlook on Christmas. The goal of a teenage carol is to do the same thing, but is to explore how the thoughts of a teen could possibly be changing their outlook on social situations and how they fit in into these social situations. Now, some of you might be going through exactly what Eben is going through. You know, a friend moved away, or maybe you moved away, um, but others might have different versions of it, right? Maybe your friend didn't move, but maybe they just moved friend groups and they stopped hanging out with you. Or maybe you've never had any close friends, or maybe you want to move to a different friend group yourself, but you feel stuck. Or maybe you're not trying to make any new friends at all, but you just want to be more sociable and feel like you can't be, right? I often have people call it this. I want to be more likable. So if you fit any of those molds, then this story is for you. Now, for this part of the story, I kind of want you to do some of the work. I know typically I point out the connections, but for you, I want you to think about in what ways are you currently like Eben? So Eben has created his circumstance, the one that he's in now. And if your brain's like, well, no, he didn't create it. His jerk friend created it by moving or other people have created it by not talking with him. um, I want you to think this. What thoughts might Eben be having that is creating his current results? of not having any friends. Did you catch any thoughts Eben had that either he or the narrator are presenting as facts? That's a main takeaway today. Remember, we will always feel stuck when we mistakenly have thoughts in the fact category. That's the secret for an awesome life in part one. We will always feel stuck when we mistakenly have thoughts in the fact category, meaning that we think something we're thinking is just straight up truth. Thoughts are always optional. 
if it's an option to not think it or to not have that sentence in your head, then it's a thought, right? Thinking, oh, this is a cell phone. I'm holding up my phone. This is a cell phone. That's, that's not an optional thought to have. And don't get weird on me by being like, oh, well, no, it's not a cell phone. It's actually, you know, a combination of things or you just think it's a cell phone. That's not what I'm talking about here. I'm talking about this is a cell phone. It's a fact. It's not a thought, right? Thoughts are optional. We choose them. Whether we know it or not, we are choosing our thoughts. Now, facts are things that are unchangeable in the moment. Things that are just empirically true. Things that everyone would agree upon. Like, this is a cell phone, right? A jury would agree that this is a cell phone. I can't look at this and go, no, 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 it's actually a car, right? Or something like that. This is a cell phone. Now, me saying this is freedom, ah, that's a thought. Or having a cell phone makes me cooler or more connected to my friends or any of those things. Those would all be things that fall into the thought category. Now, as we go over the next three weeks of this story, the next three episodes, we'll be visiting Eben's past, present, and future to see where his thoughts are coming from, what they are going to create for him if he doesn't change them, and in what way they are creating the chains that are holding him back today just like with Jacob Marley. Because if you have a thought in the fact category, it's a chain that you created around your mind and you will feel limited. And I'm excited to discover in the next couple episodes uh, the thoughts Eben has and what he might do to change them. So I'll see you next week for part two of A Teenage Carol. Teens, would you like to be less of a Scrooge in any part of your life? More positive about making new friends? About getting your work done on time? About managing difficult emotions or reaching goals that you just haven't reached yet? Then all of us at Firmly Founded want to be your coach. Join our Firmly Founded team membership. It's the only coaching membership for teens of its kind. Become more confident. Get more done, feel better about who you are, and become the leader of your life. The new year is quickly approaching, and I say, this new year is the perfect time to become the new you that you've always wanted to be. So grab your parents and go to firmlyfounded.com to sign up today. We are still doing a 30-day free trial, so you've got nothing to lose by trying it out. I hope to see you in there.